Welcome to That Being Said Podcast. I'm Taylor. And I'm Aisha. Let's get into today's episode. Well, <laughs> welcome back. How exciting. Yeah. I feel like we said yep. that last yep. season. Yep. <laughs> but we're back after a, a bit of time off. How long was it? I think it was like at least a month. Yeah. So it was May, like- you were just about to compete in Risque. Yes, that's right. I was in ISO, of course. Yes. Yeah, so it's been yeah, it's been like nearly two months, I think. Oh yeah, May was yeah. not that month. Yeah. April was that month. Yeah, how wild. So yeah, it's been nearly two months, which is a long last time. A lot of things have happened in between now and then. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things. Which we will discuss. Um so yeah, I guess like I guess an update on for us both. Like we just Yeah, what have you been up to? I've been in isolation twice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, literally, I feel like because that's taken up so much of my time. That's pretty much it's like a, a month. It's, I feel like that took up like a month in total, really, because I took two weeks each time mm. to like recover properly. Well, I didn't get COVID the first time. Yeah, I yeah. got COVID the second time. Um, but yeah, and then back to teaching mm-hmm. at both Flow & Co and the brass room. So that's been fun. Um, otherwise I've done nothing. Hmm. What about you? You've had a much more yeah. intense yeah. two months than I, I mean like equally, oh not equally intense, both very hard things to have to deal with, mm. but yours more stressful. <laughs> yes. I would describe it as stressful. <laughs> um, yeah. So we, t- we decided to take quite a long break because I was getting married, mm-hmm. which was, yeah, we're going to talk more about that later. And, um, some thoughts and feelings I have on that whole mm. thing. Yeah, so I got married, went on a nice little holiday, and then I've just spent the last couple of weeks, I guess, like coming back down to earth, so to speak. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah well, like I mean, easing back into reality and all that fun stuff. Yeah, getting used to normal life again. Mm. I mean, yeah, like it, it's a lot. <laughs> it is. It was, yeah, it was a lot. Even though it was like, like it's like one event, but it's still like enough to be like stressful, very stressful because like a, a wedding is like a a life thing. Like it's yeah, something that binds you to your partner for life. So yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then yeah, also over this episode, we will be discussing about our upcoming, you know, se- like season that yep. we have planned, um, our new structure as well for the season, which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, that's gonna be really cool because we're gonna be sort of touching, I guess, um, on topics that, you know, we've probably neglected a bit. Yeah. In the sense of we weren't ready to either speak about them. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of exciting, I guess, because we can act like we actually have time to. Yeah. So last season, I think we kind of figured out that we preferred doing big topics and putting a lot more effort into them mm-hmm. instead of just trying to cram an episode out every week. week. Yeah. yeah. And like still interviewing people is a big thing that we would love to keep doing and yeah. we will. Um, but yeah, I guess those topics where we had not neglected them, we just pushed them off because they were topics that you don't want to... Do they deserved it. attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like uh, research, I guess, in a sense. So mm-hmm. that's going to be really exciting. Um, but again, we'll touch on maybe that a bit later on. But maybe let's jump into your 
life over the past two months in particular um you know you got married and yeah. then you had to deal with the planning and last minute stresses yeah um so yeah i guess explain for us like how that went because it's like a it's a you know a very big thing to happen in your life mm, yeah so i guess kind of like our plan or the topic for today's episode rather is big events in your life having them happen the lead up to them and then the moments after because obviously a lot of those big events come with certain expectations and certain mm. feelings and things like that um and yeah sometimes things get a little weird and you get a little confused and it's 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 hard obviously the example i'm going to be using today is my wedding mm. but i feel like i've felt similar kind of gone through similar processes with after other big yeah. events yeah yeah i definitely think it's a transferable thing yeah with any sort of life event that you can sort of yeah you have the upcoming to it like so it's like dealing with that and then you have during and then you have the aftermath and then, you know, there's a bunch of different emotions. So it'll be really interesting to see sort of how you've sort of been, especially considering you've had to reschedule it. Was it twice? Or so three? Or technically three? It's like two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so I changed the date. I had three different dates and I had two of, so two of those dates were meant to be in New South Wales and then I moved one of the dates to Canberra and then I had to change the Canberra date again. Yes. So that's a whole thing. Um, yeah, let's talk a bit about that just to Mm. kind of get some context around my wedding. So, um, I got engaged in like 2018 Mm -hmm. and I was meant to get married and then through 2018 and 2019, I was planning to get married in 2020. Um, we're all quite familiar with 2020. I didn't end up getting married in 2020 and I was like in denial about not being able to get married. I was like, no, everything's going to be fine. We're going to have a vaccine by April. Everyone chill the fuck out. Um, obviously that did not happen. So then I changed the date again and I was like, you know what? It's a year away. Everything was looking pretty good at the start of 2021. I was like pretty sure we were going to get married and then we didn't again. Um, So our wedding was meant to be in New South Wales, but the time that it was scheduled to be, we couldn't actually get into New South Wales. We couldn't go to the Southern Highlands. It was a whole thing. Um, But because I'd already canceled my wedding once before, obviously, again, I was in denial about it, Mm. but... And then as other people who have had to like cancel events through COVID would probably be aware, there's also quite a big uh, financial loss to canceling your wedding. It's a pretty big decision, but yeah, we ended up canceling again. Oh, I didn't cancel. I moved everything to Canberra. Yeah. And then I paid another round of deposits, canceled again and changed my day again. And at this point I was in denial that I was even going to have the wedding. I was no longer in denial about planning the wedding. I was in denial that the wedding was actually going to happen. Um, so I put off a lot of last minute details to mm. avoid a, just like the mental. Of having to deal with like, having yeah. to cancel it again. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Having to deal with that, having to deal with the financial thing of like having to get new invites printed and shit. Cause like all that stuff it adds, adds up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, weddings are fucking expensive. That's a surprise. But yeah, so at that point, I was kind of over the whole thing. I wasn't even sure it was going to happen again. In February, I think we got another like spike and I was like, I'm not getting married this year. Yeah. <laughs> this is not fucking happening. So I don't think I really started actually doing stuff for my wedding. <laughs> so like, obviously I had the big things planned. 
but all that little stuff i didn't actually start doing it until like two weeks before when we get your bridesmaids dresses like literally three weeks before <laughs> and they were like you've left it a bit late and i was like okay get <laughs> me it, a dress and i think that's the thing like because you have had to reschedule and you know the first one was going to be out in you know uh barrel which and then obviously had covid had well, became a thing yeah and then rescheduling for a new day and yeah like you said it was only because we canberrans weren't allowed to get into yeah new south wales and then i remember i remember you calling me just being like okay um just quickly we're changing the wedding to camera and i was like okay no worries yeah um or like you were changing today whatever the, i think it was the first round and then yeah like i remember you saying you had then changed it to Canberra. Yeah. And we were going very well in Canberra with COVID. We hadn't had a COVID case in over a year. We were. We were cruising. Oh, we were. And I was like, oh, this is great. Like, it's going to go ahead. And then literally, like, it was like a last minute COVID in August. Yeah. Struck. And then, yeah, again, had to reschedule. So I think it's like a very big mental capacity that you've had to take on. And I guess almost in a sense, um, you like, not that you wouldn't have enjoyed it, your wedding, but, you know, uh, planning it and stuff, you even as stressful as it can be, you do want to be able to enjoy it. But I feel like maybe for you, yeah, I how I get it from an outside perspective that may have been like sort of ripped away from you because you just maybe at the start, yeah, you're more at the start, I was so super excited. excited, yeah. And then after one cancellation, it's like, okay, maybe this is all right, we're fine. And then another one, and then a half like of it would have taken you know taken away from that. So, sort of, how yeah. did you, I guess, deal with that mental load, like you know, with Brad as well, like, yeah. It was, it was a lot and there was a lot of problems with vendors and it really was a whole thing. Um, to the people around me, like it probably looked like I didn't really like give a shit and I was just putting stuff off and being lazy, but it really was like, and I didn't really talk about it at the time because I was like, let's just get through this, get it done, get it over with. But at the time, like, you know, you, you dream of your wedding and I didn't want to deal with the heartbreak of all this shit again. So I just kind of went catatonic with it and I was like it'll fucking sort itself out mm. yeah but i could de- at the time i could tell people were like getting annoyed at me because i wasn't like doing stuff and it really was a whole thing yeah um but yeah like in here with brad a lot of freaking out being like i don't i've done this this is horrible what what are we gonna do rah, rah, rah. and it was all these like small things um yeah, yeah. so that's kind of a description of my mental state leading up to it the day before the wedding taylor and like my other bridesmaids i had a big list of things we had to get done and like they were all very time sensitive and we went and got our nails done and stuff and that ran a bit over time and i was like okay now we need to get lunch and like i've gone into this pub at like it must have only just turned 11 o'clock in the morning and got like a double spirit and coke gone to the bathroom and then I got back and they're all sitting around the table and they were like we do not have time to eat we will eat at home it's fine and I was like okay and love like hit this spirit and I'm like okay we have to go now yeah because I feel like it's all like you especially in a time frame like yeah. it's just like hard and I remember like Courtney Amy and I like having a conversation when you're in the bathroom we're like she's so stressed and like we need to just like we don't need to stop and eat. We're fine. We need to go and do what we need to do, which was pick up your wedding dress. Yeah. Uh, take that to the hotel. Yeah. Uh, we were staying in for the night. Uh, and then go home and, like, sort of do the last minute little things. Yeah. Um, and, look, those little things, like, took no time at all. It was because we just It went... was because we had to go get the dress. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I just remember us all, like, sitting down, like, no, this isn't fucking happening. We're going. <laughs> But yeah, I guess like the, and that's, I think as well, I guess it's good that you're able to sort of, like you have to explain yourself, but 
explain the situation of, you know, um, you know, some people may have thought that you didn't really care. Yeah. Um, but now like you've, it makes so much sense to like, you know, you don't want to get your heart essentially, I guess, broken again yeah. because, you know, you've had to put it I off. was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to get COVID or something or something yeah. like that's going to happen. Oh, I know. When Jake got COVID, I was like, oh my God, you're so lucky. This isn't like a few weeks, like in yeah. time because this would not be good. It would almost be in denial. Like I just, yeah. about it. So I had like... 10% of my guests pulled out with COVID. So. Yeah. And I think I think as well, that's sort of like a, 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 a I guess, oh my God. <laughs> now it's like, especially with COVID, I guess you have to take that into a, uh, into consideration. Yeah. Um, You know, that, you know, same for me, I guess, like planning my wedding, we have a minimum spend. Yeah. So regardless. Regardless of, and I because. I have to spend that minimum spend. And because they pulled out the day of, like, yeah, I paid so for like 12 meals exactly that didn't get eaten yeah and like that's the thing like it's that also can be stressful again when it's taken out of your hands yeah i guess the main biggest thing is like i feel like definitely um which i guess you can start speaking on like how you felt uh the night before and then the morning of like sort of how how are you sort of feeling because i know obviously i was staying with the night yeah. before and we had like a really good chat about like you know how you're feeling and like you're sort of putting off leaving here when I came to pick you up like you were just like doing all these random things and I was like come on like let's go and they're like oh like I don't know what was going on through my head but yeah like so Taylor was picking me up from my house and we're gonna go to the hotel and I don't know there was like this weird mental block and I was like once I leave I'm going to go to a hotel and then I'm going to have to get married I don't know why I thought of it like that but like it was this whole thing. It was, yeah. And I was like pottering around the house being, oh, what was I looking for? I can't even something, remember. It was probably my, it no, wasn't it was my so, robe. It was, it was something like very tedious. Like it was nothing that you really <laughs> needed. Like I just think that you were just like standing there talking. Like it was just, and then you were like to Courtney and Louie like, oh, you guys want to walk me to the door? <laughs> like yeah. you were just. I was like, you going to walk me out now? Or? <laughs> so yeah, I guess like as well, like that. Like, sort of how was that process for you, like, the night before, like, nerves or, you know, because it was, like, such a long time coming. Yeah. And for context, long time coming in that I got engaged in 2018 and also long time coming in that in October, Brad and I have been together for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. Um, That the long-term relationship will also play into this a bit later because there was a whole other, like, ball of feelings that came up. Honestly, right before the wedding, I was, like, yeah, uh, nothing was going on behind my eyes. My brain shut down. Mm. I think once we got to the hotel and I had some food and stuff, I f- think I calmed down a little bit. Honestly, I don't really remember. It would all be because, you know, it would be all like. I remember in the car, I don't think I blinked. And yeah. And you like stopped I know, the servo. You were, and you, I was were just, like, you were just so quiet the whole time. Like, that's where, like, I just knew, like, you were just processing, like, what the fuck's about to happen to you in the next 24 hours. Yeah. Um, and, like, even, like, trying to make a little conversation, like, she's very, like, staring blankly at the road. And that's, like, completely fair because it's, like, I guess you don't really know how to how to feel because, you know, like I said before, like, you've been putting – not putting it off. You've yeah. had to reschedule it so many times. It almost doesn't feel real and then it's there and then you're, yeah. like, oh, fuck, I can say I'm actually going to be doing that, which I guess plays into how you were feeling <laughs> – when you were, yeah. before you were leaving here. So we did that and then we went and got some food. I got like chicken noodle soup, which is like all I wanted all day. <laughs> it was just so random, but like <laughs> I really wanted chicken noodle soup. Um, and yeah, I think once we got to the hotel and I went to bed and stuff, like I really 
think I calmed down. And then the day of, um, what I am thankful for is that like that went so smoothly. Mm, it did. And I got up and we had Seamless. breakfast and like everything was good. I was pretty chill. Um, you and I was saying that in the lead up to the wedding, I think that I was like, I know I'm going to be fine on Saturday because everything's going to be on autopilot. Well, exactly. And that's sort of how it was, you know, like I took you out for coffee, breakfast, came back and, you know, there was Amy in court with like all the stuff, like all balloons they'd decorated. Yeah. Um, which we had planned. So like, how long are you going to be? And I was like, it's fine. Like I'm out. She's not going to come back. So and then, yeah. And then the, the hairdresser was there so she could get started. So I feel like that was all very seamless. Yeah. Along with like, you know, makeup and, you know, at the end of the day, especially when it's your wedding, you just, you need to be relaxed. You don't need to be stressing. Um, I was like pretty relaxed. I yeah, think. you were. Yeah. I feel like you were just very much like, yep, I'm cool. Like it's going to be fine. Yeah. And then that was like another weird feeling as well. Cause I was like, I don't think I should be this relaxed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we went downstairs, we got in the cars and then I went and got married. Um, and then this is where the feelings kind of all got a little bit weird and yeah, it was a whole thing. So like the first thing I said to Brad when we got in there and I don't know if it was like the stress or something, but like we hadn't really eaten all day. And then I got to Brad and I was like holding his hands and the celebrant was like talking to everyone. I was just like talking to him quietly while the wedding was happening. <laughs> and I was like, I'm really hungry. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> We're about to get married. Yeah. And then my brain was so occupied. I, so a couple things that happened is that I didn't cry. Um, obviously I was very happy. I didn't cry and I was just kind of like giggling and I guess, having a good time the whole time um and yeah and then it just kind of finished and we got photos and the reception was beautiful and it was awesome and then we went back to the hotel and yeah yeah uh, like it's like sort of over like yeah that yeah. literally i was like oh okay that's done now cool um we're back at the hotel went to bed that night Brad forgot to like bring extra clothes so the (laughs) next morning um we had like lunch and stuff with some people who had traveled and he was like still wearing his suit (laughs) that was funny um and then I think we came home that night and immediately went to the honeymoon like the 5 a.m the next morning yeah in retrospect I think something that would have helped me process a lot of the feelings I was having is if we kind of stayed at our house for a little bit longer before going away but yeah and then the next few days were really weird so and I've already spoken to Brad about this so it's not like I'm just venting or Mm. yeah but I was kind of like oh okay so that's done now um should we have done more like blah blah blah, all this stuff and then I don't know how I describe these thoughts like they were they weren't I mean, obviously I was thinking them, but I don't think they were my thoughts because mm. then I felt guilty about the way I was thinking and like, oh my God, what have I done? I'm, I'm a horrible person for thinking like this. Immediately after the wedding, there was this weird like, oh fuck, I'm now legally bound to this person. Keep in mind, I own a house with Brad. Yeah, <laughs> been you have with to, him for 10 years yeah. and we have as, like plenty of assets together. So I was already very well and truly bound legally before. bound to Yeah, him. yeah. But yeah, and there was all these like weird feelings that I hadn't felt in the w- lead up to the wedding. But I was like, is this right? Like, uh, Yeah, I guess it's like. And 
I think this happens a lot to people in like long-term relationships. It's all ebbs and flows, but it's not weird to get that like feeling when you're like, who the fuck is this person? No, yeah, and especially because it's like it's now, I guess, essentially in the government eyes, or, yeah. you know, it's you're legally bound, you are married, you know, if you guys not that it would happen but if yeah, anything yeah. else would happen you'd have to legally sort that out through yeah it's a process you know, it's a process and i did yeah. it in front of all these people and i made them come to a whole thing for it yeah and then in my head i was like oh well maybe i shouldn't have done that because maybe i'm not sure about this person um well, i've worked through these feelings now this isn't like how i'm feeling right now but yeah and then the guilt of like feeling this because as i said i was like do i actually feel this yeah it's you have to like sort of figure out what and I guess that it, it can relate to, you know, certain other things like, you know, when you, you start to have these thoughts about like if that was the right decision. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, for instance, like, you know, you buy a house together or, you know, you buy something that's quite expensive. Yeah. And then you'll legally, you know, have to make those repayments and stuff. And then you yeah. start having the guilt of, holy fuck, is this the right? Like, it's the same thing. I remember um, when Jake and I brought our apartment together. Mind you, we'd only been together for... Three years, maybe, I think, yeah. at that stage. It was not super new, but new. I, I feel like for us, that is so new. But then you see people our age moving in with people that they've known like for, like, year, six, six months. months like, and you're like, what? who is that? Yeah. And so even at that stage, I agree, I had the same feeling of, like, yeah. is this the right decision that I'm making? Like, is this, you know, am I going to be with him forever? Like, mm. is, is this wrong? And it was the same, I guess, when we got engaged as well. Like, all those thoughts. I was obviously so bloody excited. But, again, like, you – the process after like you're still on the high i was yeah. probably on a high for i don't know two weeks about it i was on a bloody high when i yeah. got proposed to you yeah. yeah i was just so happy and i was like this is amazing and then yeah i guess you have those i don't know if you'd call them intrusive thoughts but you have those thoughts that's i wanted to use that language but i wasn't 100 percent sure mm. because immediately you're like no but then it just it won't go away but, and i guess i guess no way it is sort of intrusive thoughts because you that's sort of how i felt i was like oh is this right i don't know like oh, I don't know if I feel like this is right. Or, yeah. You do. It's, it yeah. can be a strange feeling, but you can work through that. And again, it's not really, I agree, it wasn't necessarily my actual thoughts. It was just, it's such a big commitment. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and especially, like I said, you took so, like, not you guys so long. It's just you've had so many delays. Mm. And, like, I think that was the biggest thing. I remember when I got home the next day and I went to my parents, I was like, oh, I'm just, like, so happy it went so well because, like, they, like, deserved it because it had been so long. I said that to your mom as well I was just like I'm just so glad that it all went really smooth like the day in like when we we're getting ready it was just so smooth and like even though there was those tiny little hiccups of little things yeah it didn't really matter because at the end of the day we especially I guess for Jake and I we got to see like two of our best friends like literally marry each other which is like amazing yeah. <laughs> so and like it, yeah I was in this like tropical paradise it was stunning it was beautiful mm. And then I'm working through that, and it's it was be hard very to enjoy, awkward. I guess, in yeah. a sense, like you sort of, you know, would be in your head, which you know you're not really enjoying yourself. Yeah. Um. And I'm pretty sure, like, after a couple of days, Brad was like, "Something's up. We need to talk about this." And then I kind of spoke about it. Actually, no, I didn't speak about it to him until like, literally two nights ago, and I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna bring this up on the podcast, so we need to talk about it." Yeah. And it was like. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess because, you know, you've been together for so long, I think he would definitely be able yeah. to tell you're feeling a bit off. I, I feel like especially, you know, like once you've been with someone for so long, like Jake and I are coming up eight years this year, mm. like 
you very much know when your partner is a bit off and you know sometimes it's best to sort of let them work through it and then when they're ready they'll either bring it up or they will so it's good that you guys have yeah so slowly I think the discomfort kind of moved away from that I think Mm. the longer we were able to just relax and kind Mm. of take our day because I also made the decision not to like book tons of stuff for the honeymoon just kind of like decide what to do on the day type thing so as we were able to like relax more and more I think I was able to start coming down from that yeah and then eventually when I had come down from that I was like uh okay so what do I do next so I'm very um I don't know exactly how I would describe it but if I don't have like a big goal I, I have like a void that has to be filled. So my life, the only way I can kind of get through stuff is A, I have to use like gold star charts to make myself do adult things. It really is a bit of a mess. But like I have to have a big goal and then like little milestones and then I have to have like little points that I can fixate on for a little bit and kind of work through. And that's kind of how I have to operate to get going. And We'd just completed the wedding and then I didn't have anything. So there was like this weird void and just, and just nothing. Yeah. I feel, I feel like for me, I, I'm very much the same in, I, sounds bad, but this is how my mentality works. I have to have something planned. Yeah. In advance, like every couple of months. Otherwise, if there's not like everything sounds about everything seems a bit pointless literally yeah, i literally, literally wrote this down in my notes that like um you know like if if there's nothing sort of to look forward to mm. i'm like oh, what the fuck is the point i don't know it's really it is it's like what the fuck's the point like what am i doing this yeah. is so like what's going on in my life this is so lame like i don't know like i just go into that mentality and i guess necessarily it's probably not the healthiest but like that's how i sort of cope with living essentially like I just need to mm. I, I hyperfixate on a lot of things and when when you know I stopped pole for the period I did I didn't have anything to hyperfixate on so I didn't have like I would hyperfixate on pole and all the things I was doing all these new moves all this Corey and stuff mm. and then when I stopped that um I didn't like you know I didn't have any comps to look forward to or coming up so I couldn't hyper like fixate mm. on that and then it's the same thing with like you know planning things like I generally have a fixate on that event, yeah. And then I just, I'm constantly like, okay, so what we're doing for this, this is all like, for yeah. instance, like us going to the snow. I'm like, oh, okay, accommodation. Like we're gonna do this, gonna do this. Like I just see this <sighs> is like something that's made me very like wiggy because usually I would pick that thing and then I'd like make sure we're getting the best deal and yeah. like how are we getting there, what time are we leaving, all this thing. I would like plan these stupid details. Yeah. Like what time we're gonna leave. Yeah. Like months in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to kind of, I don't know, to... I really struggle to relax. I, <laughs> I have to have lists and I have to have schedules and I have to have itineraries. It's like, it's a whole thing. Anyway, I just finished a wedding, like a very big thing. And now I'm like going to do nothing for nine days. And I really struggled with that. Um, we did end up kind of, Playing it by ear, Brad's way better at it than I am. But... I can't play it by ear. I just yeah. like some things I can, but a lot of the time, like I need. I don't know. Like I, 
I love spontaneous things sometimes, but also at the same time, I need to I need to have a background on this, why we're doing it, like what yeah. time. Like I feel like we're quite similar in that sense. Like I think that's why with, when it comes to any sort of communication, it's usually between Aisha and I if we're going away because otherwise it is fucking pointless because they just people just can't get the shit together. We recently attempted to let other people come away with us. Probably not doing that again. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just like, oh my god, like it's just not, uh, it just frustrates me because I'm very much like, I, and I'm the same, I'll find the best deal, I'll break it down on like how much it's going to cost Bookings.com, us. I literally free cancellations, no pre prepayment, that's all I'm ever getting. Exactly, exactly. And like I, I, I literally go to my notes because I find notes, Um, my, it's therapeutic for me to write down, you know, what I'm doing. Yeah, like a brain dump. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then like I literally like, you know, make little subheadings like, I was like, you know. I don't know. I make a subheading, put it in bold, and um, underline it, and then like the rest is in italics. Like you've I, been very into the bold and <laughs> italics lately. I've noticed. I underline like it's just like how I operate because it looks more appealing to the eye. It's not cluttered, and like some people don't operate like that. But that's the only way. I don't know if it's like I don't know my medication. I don't know. But I'm very much more. Um, not I wouldn't say organized. I can tell you that I'm not organized. People think that I'm organized, but it's because I'm hyper, I hyper fixated. I'm not organized. Yeah, I hyper fixated on the snow because I'm so excited, and like I was looking at all the snow stuff, like snow gear, and then like looking at deals and stuff, and then people like, oh like I've organized people. Oh, so crazy, but it's like I had a selection criteria. Only due. that one thing though. <laughs> yeah, I literally had a selection criteria due that night, and I left it there till ten o'clock, and it was due at midnight. <laughs> like you, I'm not not organized. I just. Hyperfixate. I think, yeah, I think like hyperfixations are a form of procrastination. You convince yourself this thing is important. Exactly. But and then it's after, really not. Oh my God, anyway. Yeah. Well, but yeah. So yeah, I guess that's like, I guess it was really good insight, I guess, for sort of understanding a bit more about like your wedding and what you've sort of been up to in the past yeah. two months because it's been a wild ride. I guess, I guess really what I wanted to say is it's, and I think this happens with a lot of things. It's pretty normal to not feel absolute bliss after such a big event. You know, like everyone talks about it and they're like, oh, I'm going to go on my honeymoon. It's going to be beautiful. And we're just going to love each other for like two weeks. <laughs> and if it's not like that, it's it's not ruined. No, exactly. I feel like it's, um, you know, all, you know, the movies and stuff, they outplay like you get married and then you – go on this honeymoon and then like you know you then you're gonna start planning to have kids and this and that and it's like it, everything is not necessarily like a movie your life is very different from a movie yeah um unexpected things come up like um my partner was trying to quit nicotine and we had to get on planes like two days later it was not blissful <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like yeah, I don't, I guess, hold yourself to have that standard. No, or like, you know, if it didn't feel that way, you yeah. should then feel guilty, yeah. That was the other thing. The no crying thing really got to me. I was like, I'm broken inside. Clearly, I am an evil monster. Yeah, I know. That's not... That's but not... I think I was just so, like, wound up from what yeah, was exactly. happening. And I feel like you just would have been, like, just finally happy it was happening. Like, yeah. it's like, not necessarily that you didn't care. Like, you were just like, oh, this is so great. It's happening. Everyone could tell that you were so happy. I, I could tell that you were so happy. Yeah. So... Yeah, but I do understand. I, like, cried while I was writing my vows, but then when I was reading them, I was, like, I had, like, a bit of a croak, but, like, I was, like, there's no liquid coming out my face. What is happening? (laughs) Yeah, look, I still think it's it was very beautiful to be there and witness. It was very cute. Yeah. I mean, I'm really happy that I did get to enjoy, like, the actual day, and Mm. the honeymoon was literally beautiful. Um, Cairns was amazing. 
loved every second of it. Mm. And then we did like some motor racing stuff, which is obviously, if you don't know, Brad and I are both mechanics. We live, breathe F1. We watch every race mm. like live. So that means uh, through racing season, we go to work on a lot of Mondays, having gotten up at like 2am, watched a two hour race and then gone back to bed. And yeah, so we love motor racing and then we got to go see the F1 when it came back to Australia. So that was really fun. Mm. And yeah, we just got to do all these amazing things. And then we came home a day early because I actually hate Melbourne. <laughs> when we were in Melbourne, we like went to the F1 and then took a train back and then sat in our room and did nothing. Yeah. I, I don't want, I don't like going outside in Melbourne. Yeah. I'm not a fan of like Melbourne or Sydney really. Just because it's just true. It's true chaotic for my brain i understand like the appeal of big cities but it's just not oh, for me not for me yeah. i well i couldn't think of anything worse i remember, i always say this like if someone could pay my mortgage and i still wouldn't live there but absolutely not i like i like some aspects of big cities i like um same but not much to live there but yeah but then i like go to a train station and i'm like Ugh. <laughs> yeah not not for actually me. i what i do like about melbourne is you go to a train station and a train will just be there no matter like you could <laughs> You just go and there's a train in three minutes and it's amazing. Anyway, that's completely unrelated. <laughs> I just think like logistically train stations are really good, <laughs> but to go in them, not good. Absolutely not. Um, so yeah, I guess that was like, yeah, a really good over, like I said, over overview <laughs> of what sort of I watched your on. mouth like keep trying to make the bean noise. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with me. Um, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is a mush. Um, so yeah, I guess touching then on, uh, I guess format for the season, which is really exciting. So season three, we have decided to switch to fortnightly episodes. So coming to you guys this season, um, we're obviously excited to do, as we said earlier, uh, this format for the season. So we're able to provide you with sort of more in-depth episodes, uh, on topics for you guys that you guys want to hear. Um, because like Aisha said, earlier like we rather have quality over quantity so yeah. like, you know, not trying to bang out all these episodes which then does mean that our um season sort of goes for 16 weeks yeah, yeah, yeah. so a bit longer um but it's i guess it's so much better to sort of be able to we're able to give our best as yeah. well there was a particularly the poll episode of last season i think when we were when we the day we tried to do it, we were like, "We this this isn't doing this justice." And then we put a lot more work into that, and that was a really fun episode to do. It was, yeah. So I think that that was a really good learning curve for us to be like, okay, especially on the topics that we're wanting to touch on, yeah, within the season, um, we want to give our full sort of attention to it. Not that we didn't with our prior episodes, but really get our you know information right, experiences, um, and even um you know, feedback from listeners because, uh, for instance, body image was a big one that we mm. have wanted to touch on probably since season one. Yeah. But, again, haven't really mentally been in the right headspace, both of us, uh, to sort of touch on it. I think we've spoken a bit about our relationship with some of the language involved and it is, like... It is. It's really... To sit there and talk about it would be a thing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that's going to be a really exciting episode because we sort of have some things drafted up from people that have that shared um so yeah fortnightly is going to be really good um and obviously this is out for the 15th of may so in a fortnight's time that's when you'll be hearing us again um but yeah and i guess also drawing on to eventually 
Uh, what else are we doing? We're sort of doing our videoing, but again, that's something that we're sort of going to touch on. Yeah, I feel like we're we going to do that... like a soft transition into it this mm. season. I think in the form of like shorts and stuff. Yeah, and then we're hoping next season to do video podcasts, um, closed captioning things like that. Make yeah. it a bit more accessible, and I guess and you know some people prefer to watch people talk. Yeah, I don't know. I love me a good YouTube video. I really do. That's why I like play as background noise when I'm working or yeah, I don't know. Like it's like Jake will walk in and he's like, what are you doing? Like watching whoever I'm watching. I'm like, oh, don't mind me. I don't know why I used to be so obsessed with mukbangs. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like just, I'm, I think I used to have had this conversation. Like just, I don't know. Like it's just like these people eating and like, I'm just like, wow, like look at these people. They're like talking about their lives and just like literally eating all this food. I feel like they changed the algorithm a little bit on YouTube so you can't rabbit hole as hard. But, like, yeah. I used to – I don't know. And then I'd watch, like, these people who had, like, 700 subscribers talking about this one really niche thing. And it was, <laughs> oh, actually, I do have one at the moment. It's orthodontic work. It's, like, a specific orthodontic procedure. And I've been, like, watching vlogs about it. Anyway, we'll get into that later. <laughs> I literally was just, like – I used to go through PewDiePie because mm. he obviously, like – um streams yeah and so like i'd watch all these streams and like it's just like i don't know it's just funny i just you have hours and hours of content oh, as well so many content machine oh my god like i just i watch them and just laugh i don't know why like i just like get enjoyment out of it like i'd watch like him when he's <laughs> five nights at freddy's oh my god so funny anyway just like it's a rabbit hole you just get drawn into it so anyway the whole purpose <laughs> of doing it uh, videos is so yeah it's more accessible for people with our closed captioning and stuff because that's something that we want to sort of draw into um and yeah i guess book club do you want a, a brief overview of that i obviously still need to um <laughs> you write this down uh, apparently we planned to do posts about book club that did not happen <laughs> i was saying book club we are obviously still really excited for our book club still excited about um it. i however i said um i still need to do my spiel on your head is a house spirit by truthless However, I've been dealing with my own housework, which is, it makes sense. Might like, even give it a reread. Yeah, I might actually. I do actually, I really did love that book. It was like, oh, it's I still remember. It's actually a fantastic yeah, book. It's just like, I don't know, the way that he explains so many things in that book for someone, you know, like me and Aisha, like it just makes sort of sense to sort of how our brain works. Because Aisha and I are quite similar. I'm like this weird, sensitive, but logical critter. Yeah. yeah, like I, I'm very, very sensitive. Um, I will literally cry over absolutely anything. Yeah. But I, I feel at the same time, my medication has helped. I'm much more logical and can actually speak for myself, which I never used to be actually, able to do. Big props to Taylor publicly because she's getting so much better at standing up for herself and just like, well, it's not even like saying yeah, whatever she needs to say. It's not really like even standing up. Not for even yourself. standing up for like, yourself. Just being like, I'm having this thought. Can you confirm? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I think just for me, because I, I, I remember the first time ever in college when I finally like stood up for my, stood up for myself. Sorry. Um, and like, I just got like this rush like through my body and I was like, Oh my God, like I just did that. Like, but yeah, with my medication, it's obviously, doing its job because I do feel much less anxious to actually send that text or message or whatever. Um, However, again, we'll touch on this in another episode. There has been some other trade-offs that I'm particularly not happy with, but Mm. again, we'll discuss that later. But yes, book club, like we said, we are going to be jumping back into it. Um, We did have a few books in mind. I think for this 
next upcoming one we were thinking of a particular book called um first we make the beast beautiful Mm -hmm. um by sarah wilson which is really exciting because this book is um uh it's sort of about living with anxiety yeah um which again i sort of have had this book i've in my mind for a bit i've always seen it on the shelf i'm like oh i really want to get that and I never really got around to it. I was like, whatever, would walk away from it, go buy something else pointless from Kmart. <laughs> like, I clearly didn't need. Um, and then I finally brought it. And, yeah, I'm really excited to sort of dive into that because um, I guess we live with anxiety and it would yeah. be sort of nice to sort of see how this book's portrayed. So, I yeah. This is uh, – so kind of riding anxiety, like riding the wave type thing, um, anxiety and depression. That was like a, a tactic that was taught to me by – a psychologist when I was like first diagnosed so I'm really excited to read that mm. uh, it is it's a hard strategy but it it is yeah and I think it's just going to be very interesting to sort of see how it's sort of perceived or I don't know because like, I think like each person knows anxiety is a different thing or people yeah. perceive it as a different thing and some things people don't think are anxiety but it is like it's so I'm very excited the same with like yeah depression and stuff like it's just very interesting how some people and there's so many little things that are an anxiety like it cause from anxiety mm. but people are like no it's not but yeah so that'll be very interesting for book club um obviously we have our facebook page um that being said book club um where aisha has written her review on the books that we did read read sorry not read a while back um which was good and then so yeah ha- ha- oh my goodness my brain's just mushed <laughs> Yeah, it is a house vote that will be up as well by the end of the week, which will be good, which will be a long time coming, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so good. I guess like we're obviously really excited to be back. Um, yeah, it's, it's been, I know this it's, is like it's, another it's kind of keystone into, I guess, where I want to finish with this thing. There was a long process of coming back down to earth after the wedding. Like, it took me it took me a while to kind of. And I wish it was from being in, like, wedded bliss, but it was just, like, from dealing with everything. I was, yeah, my brain kind of just turned off for a little bit. Yeah. And I had to get it all back. So I've been going back to work. I was, like, really happy to go back to work for, like, a day. And then I was like, (laughs) oh, yeah. It's usually. I hate this place. Right? That's how it is. It's like, oh, I can't wait to be back in routine. And then you're back in routine for less than, sorry, it was my phone. (laughs) (laughs) You're back in routine for less than, like, 24 hours and you're like what the fuck is this shit i'm leaving i've had enough feels but yeah literally (laughs) but yes thank you so much for tuning into this episode um we're very excited like we said as usual it will be 12 p.m on a sunday uh just now every second sunday exactly so um thank you for tuning in um make sure that you're following us at that being said dot podcast on instagram uh and also our facebook page uh to keep up to date with what's going on. Um, A lot of exciting things coming up this season. Absolutely. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Make sure you follow us at thatbeingsaid.podcast on Instagram to keep up to date with all our episode releases and more. See you you next week. week.